I'm Kim Blanton, and this is the fourth podcast here at the Center for Retirement Research at Boston College. Today, we're going to talk moms and money with Alice Zuckernine. Alice is qualified to talk about this for two reasons. She's an economist, and she has a four-year-old girl named Isabel. Maternity leave, soccer practice, kids' doctor's appointments, snow days, illness are all reasons moms will take a hiatus from work or work part-time. These child-rearing years suppress a mother's earnings, at least temporarily. Alice's study takes the next step. She calculates what the hit to a mother's lifetime earnings will mean for her Social Security benefits years later when she leaves the labor force. They, like her earnings, will also be lower, and she's going to tell us how much lower. Welcome, Alice. Hi, thanks for having me. Before getting into specific findings about earnings and benefits, just tell our listeners why the issue is more important today for working women than it was, say, 30 years ago. Well, 30 years ago, women used to work less, and back then, more women qualified for something called spousal benefits. But because today, most women have a career, and they earn benefits on their own earnings history, making their benefits too high for them to qualify for spousal benefits. So as I understand it, the spousal benefit is based on their husband's earnings, and it's equal to half of whatever their husband's monthly benefit will be when he retires. But first tell us about the earnings hit that will later reduce the mother's benefits. What did you find in your research about this for mothers who take a break from work? So first of all, there has been a lot of previous research on motherhood and how it affects earnings. And studies have found that when women become mothers, their earnings take a significant hit. And then with each additional child, their earnings take another hit. What we did in our paper is we looked at earnings over a woman's entire career. And we found that by the time she reaches age 62 um, and first become eligible for Social Security benefits, that women who have had one child have earned 28% less than a childless woman over their career. And that we, with each subsequent child, their earnings are an additional 3% lower. Wow, that's a lot. It is a lot. So the heart of your research, again, is the effect that these lower earnings that you described, even if they're temporary reductions, have on Social Security benefits later. Is there something about the way the Social Security Administration determines or calculates benefits is behind the smaller benefits that mothers often get? So there's nothing specifically in the way that benefits are determined that makes benefits lower for mothers. The way Social Security, the Social Security Administration calculates benefits is exactly the same for men and women and whether you have children or not. What they do is they take everyone's highest 35 years of earnings, determine what the average amount of earnings was per month, and then use that to calculate benefits. So the women who take time off for pregnancy or child rearing, basically they have lower earnings, so their 35-year average for purposes of calculating the benefits is less than it might be. So the progressive benefit formula is somewhat making up for the lower earnings then, right? Uh, Right. So even though we found that earnings are 28% lower, we find find that benefits are only 16% lower. And how much for each additional child? Another 2% lower. But not all mothers are affected by this, right? And why not? So that's right. Mothers who qualify for spousal benefits are not affected by this as much. And so among these women whose benefits on based on their own earnings history were less than half of their spouse's benefits, um, for them, their benefits can be topped up to half the amount that their spouses get. And we find that for these women, that their earnings are not affected as much and that their benefit gap is basically completely closed because of the spousal benefits. 
and because they're not basing it on their own earnings, which have possibly been reduced while they were caring for their child. Correct. So I believe several European countries have found some solutions uh, to a problem or an issue that can hurt mothers. Can you tell us what a few other countries have done? Uh, So that's right. Uh, Countries like Sweden and Austria have adopted provisions in their social security systems so that parents who've taken time out of the labor force to care for small children uh, are not penalized as much. Are we doing anything in the United States uh, to deal with this? So in the United States, uh, policymakers have definitely given this some thought and kicked around some ideas of how to help mothers or caregivers, but so far nothing has been implemented yet. So the one thing that mothers can do today is try, if possible, to work longer um, or at least work a little bit so that you have don't have zeros in your 35 years of earnings history. So working longer means starting their benefits later too, right? Correct. Thank you, Alice. I'm sure our listeners and especially mothers have learned a lot from your study. I hope you'll join us again for some future podcasts to talk about other research you're working on. Listeners, you can find our podcast on iTunes or listen to past recordings online at our Research Center's website. And that website is crr.bc.edu forward slash newsroom forward slash podcasts. Thank you for joining us and please come back. Again, the website is crr.bc as in Boston College.edu forward slash newsroom, forward slash podcasts.